0: Hey guys, welcome back to the show.
1: It's been a while. Wait, Has when it? was the last time? What was <laughs> we, we did? Was that last week? We just did a quick 15 minute one. Yeah. And yeah, I guess we're we're back, but this is like more of a normal episode because
0: yeah, we had to you had a meeting so we had to push that one. Yeah. But today we are talking about moving. Scammers getting rid of our TV, and good habits. What do you want to start with? Let's just start with the move. How are you feeling overall about the move? I know you've been feeling a little sad.
1: Yeah, I feel good. I just feel the last, I would say, two to three weeks, all of a sudden I feel sentimental about New York and about leaving. I think part of it is... Just enjoying the energy here. We're not leaving New York because we dislike it. We're leaving because there's just some upside of being in a place like Austin from cost of living and quality of life to being close to nature, to it being easier to fly to California and see friends and family. Or at least, I, I guess for me, you have friends obviously in LA, and then my friends and family are in all around California. But overall, I feel really good. I'm super excited for our just absolutely incredible apartment, and for what we are going to be able to make of it. And have been putting some thought into what do we want it to look Design. like. Yeah, like. Andrew's
0: been using AI to help pre-design the apartment, which is pretty cool. He's very techy in that way
1: yeah mid-journey there is actually a tool out there called interior.ai i believe and that's the website and you can go and i'm pretty sure you can take a picture of your space and then tell it the kind of interior design you want to do and it will Mm -hmm. fill the room with for you with different ideas which is really cool so we'll do that when we get there Right now, I've just been using Midjourney and including prompts such as imagine a downtown apartment with an open floor plan and floor-to-ceiling windows with nice contemporary interior design, stuff like that. And it will come up with four different ideas for you as many times as as I want it to or different design styles. So that's been really fun. And then also we've been having fun thinking through what we want the creator room to look like and feel like, including finding a bunch of options for neon signs. And that'll be a nice focal point of the room. And I really like something that would be maybe custom and the words, this is water, which is the David Foster Wallace con- commencement speech. It's just, I, I think it's absolutely a really beautiful speech that he gives. And, but there's some pretty cool options out there that we could also get made that would be a little more fun, a little more energetic.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe more, yeah, like direct so that people don't have to ask every single time we're in a Zoom, what does that mean?
1: I, think, I actually think it's, I like the idea of people asking what it's, yeah, it's like a, time. Yeah. yeah, it's like a fun thing to, That's true. it's a fun conversation piece. If people know what it is and it's just like fun, then that's fine. But I think it's cool to have things in the apartment, in the creator room that are specific to us and not bought off the shelf mm, and do create to, yeah. questions and conversation, especially something as deep and interesting as this is water. I guess that that's how I think about my tattoos. They're all for me, but I like that each one of my tattoos has a meaning behind it. None of it's really, there's an artistic aspect to it, but none of it for me is just for the sake of having something that I think looks cool or that I I don't really have that type of that side of me that's like artistically feels the need to have stuff in my body. I just like things that express philosophies that are important to me. And so this is water resonates with me in that way. But we could also do really... You, it's funny, my younger sister, one of my younger sisters, one of my team members, who I think understands me pretty well, both said the purple neon sign that says late nights early mornings was uh, I felt like of all the neon signs I showed them was the best representation of me (laughs) (laughs) so I have two votes for that one so far but do you have a favorite of all the ones we've looked at
0: oh there is one I liked that was like very direct and energetic I forget what it was game on that was one I liked but. It wasn't the favorite. I can't think of the one where I was like, ooh, I could see that. Yeah. But yeah, I do like the idea of, yeah, something more philosophical, but also something, like I was telling Andrew, if we won, it has to go with the, we were talking about the color of the room too. And if the colors are red and energy, I just don't see this as water being a red neon sign. It just doesn't feel like it's this bold energetic saying it's more thoughtful and deep so we also have to play around with the color scheme and how that goes with the neon lights and yeah just think it through a little bit but I definitely would love a lot of wall art like different things that are up there and hanging we talked about floating bookshelves just to create like a nice comfy space all around
1: but yeah and I like the idea of balance though this is a good example going back to my tattoos is like, I have everything on the left side of my, like my left arm. I have da- the word doubt with UBT crossed out. So it's action eliminates doubt. I have a tattoo on my forearm, which is an atom and a compass behind It's it about my idea of connecting with everything in the universe because all things are made out of atoms and the compass for my level of travel. And then the one on my my back is being, is a, mountain range and also the beach for having grown up more so in the mountains and then having fallen in love with the beach later on when i was an adult and then the tattoo on my right side which is a little dot on my right wrist is the pale blue dot which is a an expression used by carl sagan to describe what earth looks like out in space and it's balances out everything, all the other tattoos I have on my body, which are very much about humanity and ego and the self. And the idea of pale blue dot is that like insignificance and that everything that you feel like is so important is just literally a speck on a speck floating in space. And I also think that this is water could be that balance to the room, which is if everything is going to be energy and red and this is water can still be that, but provide some perspective to like, I think it's also important to not get too caught up in put too much of tunnel vision on all the things that would go into the, the room being very passionate and energetic and,
0: yeah, no, I was just saying this is, if we're going to have one neon sign, I don't think this is water it should be in red, is my opinion.
1: Let's Agree see. to disagree?
0: Hmm, okay. Well, I guess we'll have to talk that one through.
1: <laughs> How do you feel about the move?
0: I feel very ready to get out of here. I'm just ready. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, bring it. Let's get through all this shit of getting rid of stuff and shipping stuff and this and that. And I just want to be there and, yeah, just start decorating and moving forward.
1: Ready to get out of here, meaning, like, you're sick of New York or ready to get out of here like you want to do? I'm not to sick anything. of
0: New York, but I am, like, done with living in New York for now. I feel very happy to be getting out of living in this environment that feels very stressful lately to me. Like, the energy of New York for me right now is too much for me. Like, I've been, like, craving more peace. And the more I think about Austin and the more I think about, like, the area where we're living, where it's, like, the park is right there and there's green everywhere. Like, in terms of our view, it's just all green. I'm just like, oh, like, I just want to be there so bad. So it's, like, that that feeling of I love New York and I'll always love it. It will always be the best city in my opinion. But living here, yeah, just I'm just done to not live here for now.
1: Yeah, it's it's not it's particularly space. grounding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's
0: very hard. Plus like I'm trying to heal my body, it's not a good space to be healing and like rel- just have more peace of mind and yeah, grounding. It's like very hard to have that To feel healthy even, like me just walking around sucking in fumes. I'm just like, oh my God. (laughs) I'm just like more aware of how heavy it is. Yeah, I'm just excited to move forward. And then who knows? Might end up here again at some point or visit a bunch of times. I don't know. Like I might get to a point where I'm like craving it again or like craving visits. I don't know what the future looks like. Like I still love it. But I think also... Just hearing a lot of weird stories lately, too, from people about the danger of New York.
1: Those are not helping.
0: They're not helping either. Like, <laughs> but yeah, the besides just like the environmental noise and high intense energy of the city, there's also a lot of talk of a lot of murders lately, especially like last year. There was a crazy sore in homicides, which is... Yeah, pretty. 2022. Oh, 2021 compared to 2020 was like insanely. I think there were f- almost 500 more murders in 2021 than 2020.
1: And that's stressing you out now?
0: No, because they like it's gotten worse and worse each oh, year. Like that so was you're the saying the was last like,
1: three years in a row there had been, been more worse. and more wor- murders.
0: Yeah, since COVID.
1: Interesting. Do you know if that has been, have murders gone back to the mean average of what they were pre-COVID? Or are you saying that during COVID, things were a lot better, like in 2020, and then there was a huge spike since then, and it's way up since 2019?
0: No. Since COVID happened, because like the 10 years before 2020, The city was, like, the best it's ever been, the safest it's ever been. Mm. So they were, like, the last 10 years prior were, like, shockingly safe and good. And people were, like, so happy about New York getting to this place where it, like, felt so comfortable to live. And everyone was going everywhere. They didn't have to double overthink. There weren't all these things happening in the streets or people randomly punching girls in the face. Like, that just wasn't a thing. And now there's been so many people that left the city since covid because like it was just it's not what it was like for the last eight years I've never seen any of this shit like I I don't even feel safe like going to the park I don't feel safe doing this I don't feel safe for my kids like they want to take the bus by themselves and I'm like no but like they're at the age where they probably should be taking a bus by themselves and it's just scary and guys oh my god I literally walked through a murder scene the other day (laughs) going to my hair salon like I'm walking up the steps that are covered in blood. Oh, and I Like assumed, covered in blood
1: meaning a puddle. Like
0: puddles of blood up about 7 to 10 steps. And I'm thinking it couldn't be blood. Like, like my mind is just not to the point of like seeing that as blood. It's just, oh, it must be a slushy, A kid dropped and fell all the way down the stairs. And then I quickly was like, it's not sticky. That's weird. And then I'm like, oh, whatever. And I just kept walking up. And then as I'm leaving... The woman at my salon was like, "Stephanie, oh my god, don't take the stairs." There was, an, there was an accident. Like the neighbor, or she didn't even say accident. She's like, "There was a situation. There was a whole scene last night. We're really upset about it. We're we're concerned about like the location." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" And she's, like, "Yeah, so please take the elevator and like, stay safe." Or am like, "What? <laughs> oh my god, so yeah." So that was just another thing. And then you know, just talking to people like talking to the, the guy who does my hair. I didn't even tell you this, but he was saying how he was walking around a few nights ago and on Broadway, there was a guy coming at him, not like attack mode, but just walking towards him, holding scissors in like a stabbing position, like huge scissors. And so he goes to tell a cop and he's like, cause he sees a cop on the street and the cop was like, there's another guy with scissors. I'm, I'm on the way to get him. Like and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's two? (laughs) And he's like, and just like, why is that happening? Like, why is that just like a casual, like a thing that's just happening right now in New York? So, anyway, there's just, yeah, people pushing people on the subway platforms that like never used to happen. Like, it's just, yeah.
1: So, what's the issue? Do you know, is it like homeless and drug addicts and.
0: I think it's a lot of that. I think it's.
1: You think, or, or like, did you? Is there data somewhere that says? Well, like, there's why? there's
0: data that a lot of people are have left because of this. So there's some people that are like, is it because so many normal people left, so it's not as crowded, and if it's not as crowded, you start noticing more, or like you just feel less safe because, like, it's. I don't know. I don't have enough data to share anything that's...
1: So it's just, it's a lot of it's a lot of people talking about and then anecdotal evidence that feels like the city is a lot more...
0: Yeah, but it seems like it definitely... With all the murders, they're saying there's also a ton of teens with guns. So that's a thing too now, like teens that just... And they're like, how do we... How are these teens getting a hold of guns and just... Yeah, so it's... It's been concerning. Crazy. A lot of New Yorkers who have been here for a long time are like, it's nothing. Like, it's not New York. It's, wow. This is not it.
1: So yeah, point taken, it is not a relaxing place to be. <laughs> it's still
0: amazing, but it's, yeah, it's just a it different It sounds way. awesome. <laughs> it's amazing if you want to get murdered. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. I'm happy to be moving on <laughs> for now. And yeah, we've just been uh, trying to get rid of stuff uh, in the apartment and I'm getting scammed left and right,
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) which apparently
0: is more possibly more of a female thing because Andrew says he doesn't get scammed that much. But every time I go to sell stuff publicly, I always get a ton of like random scammers like always.
1: Yeah, I, I wonder if because I posted a bunch of stuff and stole everything within Two days that I posted that when I was helping you do that and I don't know maybe I talked to one scammer but it was a bunch of people who were like genuinely interested and it was yeah which it sounds like was just so different from what you experienced when you posted stuff and all the because you got like a bunch of messages a bunch of messages from people who seemed legit and then yeah. like you engage with them and i personally i think like when people hit you up and they're trying to scam you i think it's like funny because then it's fun to fuck with them <laughs> if i want to spend my time doing that and i just feel like being yeah. entertained uh, but I, I, it can also be annoying and for you you were saying it it feels what was the word you used invasive or
0: Yeah, just, like, an unsafe feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, as a woman, you're just always on guard anyway, especially with men, like, strange men. It's very, like, hard for me to even say 95 Wall and tell someone that's my address. Because I'm like, oh, my God, now they know. Now they're going to find me. Now they're going to, like, come in the building and look for me. It's just, like, the thoughts that... And all these women were talking about that as, like, the female Roman Empire on TikTok. And I'm like, that's totally it. We're just always afraid of, like, men. And then we want men to protect us from men. Like, it's just this whole weird- The female
1: Roman empire, meaning the- Oh yeah, yeah. The, the thing that went viral on TikTok where girls would ask their boyfriends how often they think about the Roman empire. And it was just a really Strangely... common little Strangely. Strangely often. <laughs>
0: it's like, <laughs> it was just so funny. But then I have all the girls were like, what is our Roman empire? And then all, like, all these responses were like getting murdered. <laughs> trying to stay safe but I really think it is so like situations like that where you don't know these people and then it's like what if they pick it up and then you're not here and I have to like bring it up myself and what if like they come at night like all this stuff like goes through your head because it's like safety so yeah so getting scammed is like more scary than fun I would say because it's you just feel like you're going down unless you call it out immediately and you're just joking But if you don't catch it right away, it feels very creepy and yeah, like invasive. So it's not like fun and it's hard to have fun with it.
1: Yeah, and I suppose this is my ninth time moving in nine years. So I've just done this so many times that I have a very specific process in place. And I've probably dealt with so many of those conversations in the past that I immediately know when someone is a scammer. So Mm. it's just very obvious and easy for me to spot and therefore avoid giving out any of my information. Like, Steph gave out her email to one person, <laughs> and
0: because I was talking back and forth at them for a while, and I was like, This wouldn't be a scammer, like, he's like going back and forth. And
1: yeah, there's just certain things you just guy. definitely don't do and don't need to do when you're selling shit through Facebook Marketplace. The whole yeah. point of having yeah, the
0: first woman who I gave my number to because she was like, Text me, and I'm like, Okay, and then. I'm not used to selling stuff. I actually have been, that's a lie. No, but I guess three years ago when I moved from California was the last time I sold a bunch. So I
1: just. Guys, you don't need to give out your personal. The whole point of something like Facebook Marketplace is it's supposed to be a way to safely engage with other people so you don't have to give. Yeah, but
0: don't you say you give it like when they're actually about to come pick up?
1: Yeah, if, if I think I've, if I've actually engaged with this person, I've looked at their Facebook profile and I can tell it's a legitimate, real person, then maybe I'll give my phone number because sometimes it's just easier to coordinate things at the very last minute that way. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just totally unnecessary. Like you don't need to get yeah. out any information leading up to the point of, hey, I'll be there in an hour. Cool, here's my number. I'll you know, yeah. just text me when you get here.
0: Yeah. That originally, initially that didn't feel, because it was a woman and it was just like, oh yeah, I'm interested. What's your number? We'll like coordinate. We'll figure it out. So like, I just didn't, I wasn't even like double thinking that. I was just like, oh, because it was a woman. Now that I think about it, I just yeah. felt like safe immediately. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, uh, one rule we're having when we move is not to bring a TV, so we just had it taken down today. It's well, laying not, here. Well, not bring a TV,
1: and we're not buying we're not a buying TV. a new one. There's yeah, a, no TV rule, which I am putting my foot down to. Yeah,
0: it was Andrew's idea, but it's it wasn't hard for me to buy into it. It's like strange because I've never not had a TV, but I'm down to to do a lot more than watch TV.
1: Yeah, and when we mention this, and I think there's a very common response, in particular from the older generation, <laughs> <My of dad. laughs> retired people who spend a significant amount of their time watching TV, like they don't
0: understand how you can live
1: without one. Watching the news, and it's not just that, it, it more specifically the response is how do you stay informed about what's going on in the world? Which is the exact opposite of what TV and the news is. You're not staying informed. You're getting a very biased Mm -hmm. advertiser and mogul driven funneled take on what's going on in the world. Everything's curated. Everything's curated. Everything's manipulated everything is bias everything is about shock value and which is
0: why it brainwashes you and then you can't stop and
1: spiking your anxiety so that you stay glued to the tv and there's nothing about it that's truly in my opinion informative i think it's just a really fast way to be incredibly stressed out and anxious about the world and your place in it and staying informed doesn't in any way shape or form help it doesn't help you it's not as if you're going to watch tv and then you go out and take action make the world a better place these are usually people who are watching tv and then just doing more of watching tv <laughs> and never
0: leaving the house like somehow like that's
1: supposed to make you a better person or, or make like, the you're world you're more educated better yeah there's just there's, there's there's nothing about that that is i think beneficial to you or Society. or your health,
0: or mentally, or physically, or society, your relationships suffer when that's all you do. Yeah, it's just, yeah,
1: so you lose
0: mindfulness, you lose drive to learn new things. Like, it's just, yeah, it's,
1: yeah, and, and TV itself is a bit, a bit mind numbing. Like, I would say that there are very few things that I, I, I do. I, I enjoy a movie. I enjoy oh, you know, a yeah. really good TV show but we can get those things streaming. And the point is just to make, the point is just to make the enticing parts of having entertainment sitting in front of you at the click of a button, especially late at night, just more difficult to attain, right? So it's a lot less enticing to watch streaming on your, laptop. on your laptop or your phone and i'm not really on I'm not i'm not like on tiktok or instagram or any of that now so it's the one platform that i, I get a lot of uh, spikes my dopamine and I, I probably spend more time on them than i should is twitter but the yeah just the point is like less things in your life that make it enticing to spend time in ways that don't feel particularly beneficial and that, yeah, just mainly beneficial.
0: That take you out of your lane too. I think it's really, especially with social media, and I found that the more TV we've been watching, because I, I feel like we've actually been watching a bit more than average, knowing that we were taking the TV down soon. But that's what it felt like anyway. But... That has actually made me realize that I've been consuming more social media lately. And especially when I wake up, and I used to have this rule where I can't, I get out of bed before I can even touch my phone. Like I would have to be up and walking around. And the first thing I did every single morning was get up and jump 10 times. And that gave me a little boost and it like made me not want to even feel tempted to go back in, in bed and I was more likely because I had those like jumps and that mini adrenaline rush, um, I was more likely to just head over and start making coffee and not have my eyes glued to social media and entertainment. So I think I've been in like this entertainment mode that overall doesn't make me, you know, feel good. It doesn't feel productive. It feels like you get sucked in. And then it like feels like you lose control a bit because it's, uh, like I'm allowing this thing to captivate so much of my attention. And yeah, it's not helping my day to day. So I, I do like the idea of losing the TV, because I do think that's going to help me get back into my reading habit, which I fell off of that I really want to get back. And it's well, and- just one of those things you got to
1: and we're gonna replace it with fun things. We're gonna learn magic. Mm. And there's a game room with a pool table at our apartment. So it's not like, it's not like we're, we're gonna, gonna become these magic. like really boring people who like we don't, you know, enjoy forms of entertainment. It's more just let's do let's stuff that do
0: other entertaining things that are yeah,
1: that yeah. also come with the benefit of improving a skill or enjoying each yeah. other's company and connecting. Or being outside and and being in nature and getting fresh air or being with friends. And there's just all these other things that we can do other than sit down and watch TV that I think will prove just as enjoyable, if not more, and will actually be beneficial for us, our body, our mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also when we do need a bigger screen, not need, want, our apartment complex has a private movie mm. theater that we can use anytime. It's first come first serve, or you can book it. And so, yeah, when there's a movie out, we really want to see it. Then all we got to do is run downstairs and watch it in our private, big, dope ass movie theater, which yeah. is going to be awesome.
0: Yeah. So that way, it will be like a fun special activity. It won't just be this like, oh, we're getting home. Let's do this thing. So it'll be good. That'll be good. We will miss The Office though, because. We've
1: watched a lot of that over like the last <laughs> like six months.
0: Yeah. And then we, we stopped watching, we closed the Peacock subscription, and then we were just like, oh, like craving.
1: Craving Michael Scott. <laughs> craving
0: Michael basically. Scott, pretty much. So we're like, oh, let's get it again one more time until we leave. So that just ended. So we are officially done. And then for emergency, Office episodes i will just stream on my laptop if needed
1: emergency office episodes
0: <laughs> i feel like every five months i'm just like i need to watch a few episodes just because it's like it's so fun Life it's feels so funny harder and in, in
1: those moments. it's like comfort food it's like comfort television
0: yeah but i could definitely do because i've been doing that ever since i started watching the office like every so many months i'll just watch a few episodes and be like okay got like my office fill again because it makes me so happy it's not something I have to do every night. But yeah, with that being said, I went into already the habit that I want to get better at once moving to Austin, which is reading. And I I would love to replace the TV that we've been TV watching that we've been having most nights with reading, even if we could read together like just at the same time even take notes, maybe, like, just compare notes once in a while and share what we're learning. That doesn't have to be every night thing where we share, but I think just having that quiet time when we're in bed by, you know, 8.39 and we read for a good hour or something, or at least that's what I want to do. And, yeah, because I feel like I – when I was reading, I felt so – I just felt like so much like control in my life I felt very excited because I always wanted to share the shit I was learning with people like whenever I learned something interesting I'm like oh fuck I have to tell my client this or I have to like, share this on social media or like oh, I take like, a bunch of notes and it's just it's exciting so it's just like something that it's working out if you fall out of it it takes a bit of like discipline to get back in but once you're back in you're in and you really appreciate it and get so much from it i'm excited to start doing that more consistently
1: yeah i've been reading pretty consistently for a while now
0: yeah you have that's true
1: not probably to the extent that i think would be ideal but um, what is
0: your ideal Do you do an hour a day?
1: No, definitely not. 30 minutes to an hour a day, I think would be ideal. And some days, a couple hours. Never really, there's very few books I've enjoyed enough that I actually feel the Mm -hmm. urge to sit down and keep reading it like that. Mm -hmm. So most books I pick up, which makes sense. Most books are just not really incredible books. So most books are just like, enjoy it for 15 to 30 minutes and then I'm good with it but yeah I think 30 minutes to an hour would be ideal
0: I used to do 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night and that was pretty good I liked that but I'm thinking more of more of 30 minutes to an hour at night and then wake up and immediately start moving that's what I want to do.
1: Yeah, waking up and immediately brushing my teeth is the thing for me that like helps me wake up and then also drinking water, ideally a cold glass of water to really shake the rust off after being groggy. Mm-hmm.
0: What is your habit? Is reading Oh, your the, oh you- the
1: habit. Oh, so... What one habit do I want to improve? When we move um, eating and cooking. Mm. I have been eating out so much and have not been cooking at home. And I think there's two reasons for that. Reason number one is that everything is just at my fingertips here. There are so many restaurants that are a stone's throw away, and good food and diversity of options. And every day that I walk my two blocks to the office, it's all just staring me in the face, enticing Starbucks me
0: Starbucks and the gyro, just
1: everything. And I also hate our kitchen. He <laughs> I, hates I it. really dislike our kitchen. It's so tiny, and I'm constantly breaking things. <laughs> <laughs> and you haven't broke something in a while. I just, uh, yeah
0: but i guess you haven't been cooking much yeah exactly <laughs> I, that's,
1: that's, the, that's well, probably fine. the only reason yeah we get a nice big kitchen with an island in our next mm. spot and i'm really looking forward to getting back into the habit of m- doing extensive meal prepping on sunday and having through wednesday kind of wednesday or thursday taken care of and and, and Eating healthier again and, and saving a lot of money because I think the first few months here actually I was pretty good about that, yeah. And wasn't eating out a lot, was eating at home mostly and cooking a lot, and wasn't spending much. Saved, I actually was saving a lot of money. Yeah, I remember you
0: saying you were like, "I've never saved this much in my life." Yeah,
1: it was. I was saving at a very rapid pace, and in the last few months here, between friends and family coming in town to visit, and my sister and brother-in-law moving to Brooklyn. So all the things, spending money on alcohol and bars and restaurants, and then me also eating out in between those times. Yeah, it adds that up. It yeah, adds going up. out drinks yeah. in
0: New York. Like one up. drink can be like twenty five bucks. Sometimes. It adds up really
1: quick, and also part of that eating habit also comes down to exercise and fitness because I'm I'm significantly less likely to eat out when I'm in a very strict workout regimen and I really haven't been the last 6 weeks or so here good enough to stay in shape but nowhere near what I would like to be especially since I have a 13 mile obstacle course race coming oh up and so I'm looking forward to those two habits that go very much hand in hand: eating healthier, and and meal prepping at home, and eating out less, and exercising more consistently. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. I think I would say my other one is eating. I want to eat more meat. I want to eat a lot more meat. My diet right now doesn't allow. Like I can't. I can. I can have chicken. But I would, I can't. I'm excited to have steak again and have a good amount of like beef and chicken in my diet and tuna. I wanna find a way to make tuna fun for me. And pizza. And pizza. Pizza, pizza. (laughs) But yeah, hopefully I'll be eating pizza soon. Next week I can have a slice of pizza as long as I have an enzyme supplement with it to help digest it. But
1: basically, you're surgeon approved. The way I think about it is. You're basically putting a little like uh, a little army <laughs> in your belly who are just going to like, as Ready. soon as the cheese and the dairy gets in the there, jack!
0: they're like, attack!
1: The Break it down for you.
0: Break it down! They're like literally slicing <laughs> yeah, it in like half.
1: swords.
0: <laughs> I have to visualize that to help me digest it properly. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, I'm gluten sensitive, so that's what we're talking about. But really, after all this gut detoxing, That should dissipate and I should be able to have dairy and gluten more regularly. And honestly, at this point, I probably won't introduce it as a normal thing as I used to. I think once a
1: week, (laughs) your once a week pizza habit.
0: Yeah, probably won't do the once a week pizza, (laughs) which is crazy because I've been doing that basically my entire life until this. Until you moved in, actually. I did pizza every single Friday for basically my whole life.
1: Even when I moved in, you were like... There were certain things that I could not get you to budge on where I was like, I was like, I don't want any junk food in the house and I just things that don't work out well for me in terms of my health. And you were like, that's sure some of those things, but I'm still fucking eating pizza once a week and there's nothing you can do about it.
0: (laughs) I did say that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then my
0: fake boobs are like, no, you're not, bitch. Listen to your boyfriend.
1: Yeah. They had other plans for you. (laughs) Now they're gone, so.
0: And I'll be back to Pizza Friday. <laughs> no, I won't. But, uh, but I probably, I might be back to gluten-free pizza options. Yeah. like A healthier version, like a cauliflower crust. There's some good cauliflower crusts now that actually taste like flour. We went out to a couple of restaurants and they had it. And I was like, are you sure this isn't flour? I was like double asked, triple-asking them. And they're like, no, it's cauliflower. And I didn't feel like shitty after. So I'm like, holy shit. They really improve the cauliflower crust. And, uh, yeah, so that would be good. Working out again will be good once I'm able to do that. Probably in another month. But, but yeah. Reading in the food will definitely help. I'm excited now that you say food prep. Like, just being able to food prep on that whole island and have all that space to do that will be really
1: nice. Yeah, are you kidding me? It's a night and day. Yeah such a huge difference the same thing the same thing happened in, in when i lived in sacramento i just went through a period where i just i couldn't handle how small the kitchen was and mm-hmm. it was fine you just deal with it like it's it is what it is whatever <laughs> but the luxury of a big kitchen that you can really maneuver around and cook and also because i'm a messy cooker like i i clean up as i go but generally speaking like i don't enjoy having to work in tight spaces and be really careful about how i'm like chopping things. like shit just ends up all over the place (laughs) or broken yeah or broken no it's broken because it's a small kitchen (laughs) i'm telling you okay (laughs) anyways
0: no but you do do you do do a really good job of cleaning as you go like andrew i've never seen anyone do that before like he will be cooking and something's cooking on the stove so he'll start like doing all the dishes and then he'll like continue cooking and i'm like oh and unless you but when you do it while we're about to eat and you like have to cook everything before we can actually eat and our food gets cold that's when i'm like "Mm." (laughs) we'll clean it after (laughs) but you don't do that as much anymore but yeah was that everything i think that's everything
1: let's wrap it there
0: all right Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoyed our uh, life update, and we will...
1: Are we get The next one, are we going to do it in Austin or before... Probably, because...
0: Unless we do it next week, next but... Thursday.
1: Yeah. But... I think the next one's going to be in Austin.
0: The next podcast recording?
1: Yeah, because we have such an insane week ahead of us. Yeah, that's We true. might as well just do it after we move, because we'll be there on Saturday. Yeah. So... See you guys in Austin.
0: See you in Austin.